welcome to another episode of Trauma and Tequilas. I'm your host, Celeste Divine. That I am, my loves. That I am. I hope everyone is having a productive day. I hope you guys are feeling in good spirits. Um, you set your intentions for the day and they are positive intentions. I hope that everyone that you cross path with today um, is with purpose. Um, and I hope those connections are, in fact, intentional for you. Um, hoping that the weather does not affect anyone's energy today. Because um, it is raining, but it is what it is, right? We can't control the weather. But today I wanted to allow myself to be transparent. I wanted to allow myself to be um, vulnerable. Um because it permits that, you know, there's certain moments that, you know, I feel myself becoming vulnerable and whatnot. What better way to be that than to use my platform and allow myself to um, be vocal? So a lot of people don't know that as a small child, I was sexually abused. Um, and I'm at a point in my life right now that I'm proud of the progress that I've made after that. Because when I was a younger girl, I didn't realize just how much being sexually abused would rob me of my spirit, would rob me of my voice. Now, at that time, growing up, I didn't know how to vocalize what it was that was happening to me or what it was that I experienced. Um, I found myself becoming angry. I found myself becoming silent. I found myself fearing men um, and just assuming that every man would be the same, assuming that every man would have it in them to abuse me sexually or just abuse me, period. Um, When I was in high school is when I realized just how much what I experienced as a small girl was robbing me of my teenage years, my, um, and it robbed me of my adolescence as well. Um, I wasn't realizing how much it was robbing me of until I was in high school. Because in high school, I feel like is when I started to realize that I wasn't behaving like all the regular students. I wasn't really super, you know, interested in sexual encounters or interested in being around a lot of guys or a lot of people or being around where everyone wanted to be, you know? Um, I was protecting myself in a lot of ways. Um, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. At that moment, I didn't realize I was robbing myself of um, teenage experience. But I'm glad that I took a step back and I allowed myself to realize my behavior wasn't normal like the rest of the teenagers that I was around. I knew something was different about me. And once I realized just how much what I experienced as a small girl was affecting me as an individual, 
I had to find the strength within myself to speak to my mom about what it was I was feeling. I began to feel myself sink into a dark place. I started to have like suicidal thoughts. I started to contemplate on reasons why I didn't want to be here anymore. Reasons why I didn't want to live. I was questioning my worth. I was questioning my purpose. And most of all, I was questioning just why me? I grew up in a family where you could be vocal. You can tell them what it was you experienced or what you felt. But you needed to allow yourself to also be prepared with the fact that those that are supposed to protect you could very much so be the same ones to just listen to what you're saying, listen to whatever it is that you have experienced and not handle it as far as legally on your behalf and not advocate for you you needed to prepare yourself for that reaction. You needed to prepare yourself for the way that they would respond. As a small kid, like I said, I didn't know how to vocalize what it was I experienced. But when I finally vocalized it, the response that I received was not concerning was not it wasn't the response that I was looking for from my parent it wasn't the response I was expecting my parent to say to me we are going to handle this we're going to do it you know we're going to go to the authorities this is what we're going to do we're going to press charges just something anything anything to make me feel like I came to the right person anything to make me feel like you believe me you're here for me you're not gonna ever let this happen to me again I wanted that so much I wanted it so much and it broke my heart to see that my parent wasn't wasn't in position to to respond that way It actually hurt me more to see that instead of the response being what I, what I wanted it to be, it hurt me more that the response that I got was more of, well, it happened so long ago. What do you want me to do now? There's nothing I can do now. Hearing that shattered me more. than actually being sexually assaulted and abused, right? 
they hurt me more because at that point I had to relive whatever it was and it was kind of like hearing a parent say to you it happened can we move on that's how it felt it made me feel like she was saying it happened can we move on granted I know the in- her intentions probably weren't to respond in that way but at that moment I needed her most I needed my mother most. I needed her most to to be there for me as my advocate. And at that moment, I felt like she failed me. And for so long, I held a grudge. For so long, I've held a grudge. I thought she didn't like me. That's why she didn't protect me. She don't believe me. That's why she didn't protect me. I thought... Nothing was worth me staying here if my own mom didn't believe me, if my own mom didn't think I was worth her protecting or worth her advocating for. Fast forward to where I am now in my life, because at that point when I revealed to my mom what I was experiencing and when I expressed to her that I did, you know, contemplate on no longer being here. Her responses weren't adequate. Her responses were not of substance enough to make me feel like there was a reason for me to want to live. Thankful for the fact that I was able to find myself a therapist, you know, when I was about 15, 16, and I am very, very much pro-therapy because I know now that if I never put myself in a position to have a therapist, I wouldn't be this woman that I am today. I wouldn't be strong as I am today. I wouldn't be thriving as I am today. But I knew I needed that. I knew I needed the help. I knew I needed someone to help me make sense of what I was feeling, help me silence the noise within my head and help me understand that whatever happened to me is not my fault. Me fast forwarding to today, um, being who I am now, there's a lot of things that I questioned, um, about myself then, but I realized just how much God had his hand on my life to allow me to get to where I am now, to have that forgiving heart that I have. Because the same person who sexually abused me is the same person that God placed in position for them to have to be my footstool, for them to have to need me. And when that opportunity presented itself, I prayed. I prayed to God and I said, I need you to 
give me the strength to help this person when I know the childhood in me, the little girl in me, didn't want to help him. The little girl in me had so much rage. So much rage. I hated him. I wanted him dead. But the little girl in me, even though I was sad and I was still heartbroken and I was still confused over why these things happened to me, me being the adult that I am now, when I prayed to God and I asked him what he needed me to do with this given situation, God asked me to move. He asked me to help that person. And I did. But when I did it, I made sure that presently I forgave him. I forgave him. And I needed to. Not just, not for anyone, but for me. I needed to forgive that person who sexually assaulted me so that I could be in a position to thrive as a mom, so that I could be in position to not be angry anymore, so that I can be in position to receive everything that is meant for me and not doubt it. God asked me to move and help this individual, and I did. I helped them. They were homeless. I helped them. They needed something to eat. They needed clothes on their back. They, anything they needed, I helped them. Because not for nothing, whatever they did to me, at the end of the day, it didn't change my heart. And I wasn't going to allow it to change who I was. I wasn't going to doubt love. I wasn't going to doubt protection. I wasn't going to doubt anyone who came around me with pure intentions because of something that happened to me that I didn't deserve to experience. I did what I needed to do because I'm not like them. I'm my own person. I have my own purpose. I have my own lane. I have my own mission. God wants me to thrive in. And I won't allow anyone to have so much power over my mind, my personality, my purpose, so much so that I'm allowing what they've done to me to rob me of any opportunity. Anything that was meant for me, I would be allowing them to rob me of it because of what they've done to me. Once I started to help this individual, I did what I needed to do. And then when it came time for me to part my ways, 
I parted my ways. And I let it be what it was. I needed to make sure that I understood what you went through doesn't define who you are. I needed to make sure I understood that what I went through didn't define me. It didn't define my potential. It didn't define what type of wife I could be. It didn't define what kind of mom I could be. It didn't define what kind of friend I could be, what kind of sister I could be, what kind of associate, what kind of neighbor I could be. It didn't define me. God had bigger plans. And the minute I was able to see myself on the other side of helping this individual and complete it successfully off of pure intentions and pure forgiveness, because the only way for God to build me to my full potential, he would need to break me down. He would need to break me down. So when I was at the level of being broken, being heartbroken because of what ex I experienced, that was the moment for me to see God work. And he worked through me. And I say it all the time. When people would say to me, you helped this said person, and I'm like, I didn't help him. God used me. I was the vessel that God used to help this individual. It wasn't me. I allowed him to use me. I allowed him to use me for him, for that said individual to see that those that you hurt can be the very same individuals that you need later on in life. I say that to say this. You have power over who you are and who you want to be. If anyone in your life has ever hurt you, has ever belittled you, destroyed you, whatever it is that they've ever done to you that made you feel less than who you are, made you question your worth, made you question if this life is even worth living, I need you to understand that that is a reflection of them, not a reflection of you. A lot of people project who they actually are to others. If I know I'm an evil individual and I'm this and I'm that, I could potentially be projecting that onto you and telling you that this is who you are. This is what you do when I know that that's who I am. I need you to separate yourself from those individuals. I need you to understand that you are and you can be whoever it is you wish to be. Whether you had a very bad childhood, whether you had a very great or an okay childhood, whatever traumas you have experienced, it doesn't define who you are and who you can be. Your opportunities are endless, like a mimosa. <laughs> endless mimosas. They're endless. Your opportunities are endless. You can be whatever it is you want to be. 
You can smile because you deserve to smile. You can laugh because you deserve to laugh. You can love and feel safe to love. And you can feel safe to receive love as well. With pure intentions, without second guessing, what is this person's intentions or what are their reasons for liking me or loving me or seeing me? Don't question those things. There's a reason for everything. I'm an advocate when it comes to sexual abuse. Any kind of abuse I'm an advocate for. Because I don't believe in that. I don't believe it's okay. It's not okay. And anyone who does certain things should go to prison. Should be in jail. Should not be here. At all. If you have it in you to harm people, if you have what it in you to make anyone uncomfortable and uneasy, if you have within you something so demonic and dark, I don't think you deserve to be in a lot of spaces. Maybe solitary confinement, maybe jail, like I said, jail, you know, or, or death, whatever. Some pe- A lot of people need help. A lot of people need help. But I wanted you guys to understand that your pain is not your present. Your past is not your present. Be present. Allow yourself to feel everything you need to feel. But don't allow what you've experienced to rob you of today. To rob you of the opportunity to love. To rob you of the opportunity to open your business. The opportunity to connect with individuals. The opportunity to learn who you are. Spend time with self. Write down your dreams, your aspirations. Whatever it is you want to be. Focus on those things. Forgive yourself for wasting so much time on what you've done wrong or what has happened that was wrong in your past. Forgive yourself and move forward. We all have what it takes to move forward. I wish you all, ladies and gents, a very good day. And I hope a deep, the debrief of today was motivational. And I hope it helps someone. If you're feeling in a dark place today at all, you matter. I don't want you to think you don't. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're worthy. And you have every right to be in this space called life like any one of us. I wish you guys a very, very very positive and productive day and like always when life give us limes we make tequilas bless